Instead of, instead of you to respect my artistry, that's what you're saying to me. Shut up, man. Anyway. Shut up. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Canon Podcast. I'm your host today. My name's Ade. I'm here with Ife. Yo. And I'm here with Steve. Good evening. Do you know what, guys? I've been trying to do this for um for a few weeks, but I just keep forgetting. Every time we record, I forget. So I think it makes sense to actually plug our stuff before we get started. So, guys, um, follow us on Twitter at The Weekly Canon. Follow us on YouTube at The Weekly Canon also. The hashtag is The Weekly Canon. So if you guys have anything that you want to say, you agree, disagree with anything that we're saying, make sure you get involved in a conversation. Um, and Instagram, I've got Instagram. We are TWC Football on Insta. If you are a... If you are in any FPL leagues, I would suggest following us on Instagram because we do put out some um, FPL tips. I'm probably not your guy considering how I've been playing recently. But anyway, I'm, I've been talking a lot. Lads, how are you doing, man? How are you guys? I'm well, man. I'm well. Fully behind our manager, you know? Oh, uh, like, yeah. Our title. That's not what you've been saying off air, man. There's no need to lie now. <laughs> what did I say off air? If <laughs> how you doing, man? Forget that guy. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Little twerker, man. Look at you. You're you're the worst twerker. And ah, uh, don't, don't worry. We'll, we'll we'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, guys, our fourth member Gids is currently not here. He's been um revising. He's got some exams coming up. So yeah, it's only us three today. So Steve, you mentioned Arteta. We might as well start with. Arsenal versus Leeds. Before we actually get into the match itself here, what did you guys, what were your guys' expectations? Obviously, we missed an episode last week due to international break. Um, we didn't really get to preview it, but did you guys have high hopes going into the game? No. No, because um, I know how tough Leeds are to play against. We saw that against City. We've seen that against Liverpool. They've given a few teams a few problems, so... Straight off the back of international break, where you know you don't see too many cohesive. I thought, why do we keep hearing that? Because why do we keep, why, like, it's only this week I've I've started hearing people say that, and it's just getting on my nerves. Because everyone's travelled, isn't it? And then you come back late. You come back to your your camp maybe like the Thursday. I get it, bro. I get it, but like you not train together, like for majority of the year. Mm. Like, how much time do you need together before? Like, this ain't international break where they hardly maybe, see each other. But maybe if you want to, like, insert, like, a game plan, it's a bit it's a bit harder to do. Yeah, but is or it? Like, or, like, maybe... So, like, in our case, we we completely changed, like, the formation and kind of the system we played as well. So, like, if we had the players at the camp to actually but surely, surely work these on it... Things, these are things that you kind of, like... You give players advice. Um, you say before that. Yeah, but at the same time, you say like, how much time do you really have? The, like the teams really have to do all this stuff, especially with no know, black, man. especially with no preseason. Like maybe you know what? Look, okay, sorry to cut you, but looking at that like, Spurs's performance, obviously we'll touch on Spurs. 
But it's not like it can't be done. It's not like you can't come back from international break and play well. No, 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 that's true. It's true. But I, I think the players would have in mind, I think they all knew what the game plan was from the off. Like, we're going to sit deep and we're going to break when we have the opportunity. And it works. The treat. So, so what's, what's funny, mate? You're saying that's our game plan against Leeds United? No, that was Spurs' game plan. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, our oh, game plan. No, our game plan. Well, should we oh, get into it? That's why I started laughing. Yeah, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's get, like... Um, so, um, I mean, Arteta listened or he, he stuck by his post-match comments after the Villa game where he said, yeah, maybe I need to look at myself and change a few things because we played a 4-2-3-1. Um, Willock as the 10. You had Sabas and Xhaka at the base. Um, I thought first 10-15 minutes we were okay but I think f- from the jump you could see a massive gap I was just saying to if a massive gap between like Xhaka and Ceballos and Willock mm. and it's a gap that we've not been familiar with for for a while under Arteta mm. um, I felt as though like the centre-backs or the, the back line should have pushed a lot more closer to the forwards but then again, I think maybe they were scared of the fact that if Leeds played through their press, our press, sorry, they would have just found a way in behind, especially with the pace they've got up top as well. But yeah, I didn't like the shape. And after maybe the 15th, 20 minute, 20th minute, Leeds just took the game from us and they they pammed us. It was getting bopped about with just shots. We didn't play well. Like nobody, I don't think, I, I think probably Saka was our best player or maybe Tierney. And that says a lot because Saka was on the pitch for maybe like 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, it was a poor performance from from the guys. And obviously Arteta, there's more question marks because it wasn't a good performance. I know Leeds are a hard team to play against because obviously they man mark you everywhere and they're so intense. But we didn't apply ourselves at all. After the 15th, 20th minute, it was, it was poor. It was poor. We couldn't retain the ball. Everyone was hooking the ball into channels. I couldn't believe it. If I know this is bittersweet for you because obviously it feels like a loss. It really does. It wasn't a loss. We got a point from it, but it wasn't a good performance. But I know you love being right. So, you know, Arteta, obviously, <laughs> he's, he's still not performing up to the standards. And look at that smug look on your face. I just want to slap you. But um, so <laughs> how, how do you feel, man? What's your thoughts? Um, it's weird because when I saw the lineup. I was surprised. Mm. And if I'm being 100% honest, I feel like maybe this game would have suited the 3 4 3 we've been playing. But I said to Steve that it's, this is, I feel like this would get more, maybe more success from a formation like this. So I was happy that we that we went forward with that. And, I'm, and I just hope that this game hasn't put our tear off, continue with that, continue with that. But, um, in all honesty, like, I actually, I think it's safe to kind of say, fingers crossed that, I feel like we are quite good defensively now. So, like, there were there were some shaky moments, but generally we, like, we defended, I feel like we, def- we defended all right. So, I feel like this is a formation we can go forward with. But, like, the same, it's the same issue with Arteta. It's how we are going forward and creativity, creat- creatively and it's it's really like it's frustrating because they were like I said literally before you before we started I said to Steve I feel like Arteta has killed 
our, a lot of our players' um, creativity. Like a lot of them, because like I was saying to Steve, and I think it was Giz that said it, if we look at Tierney when he first came in, I'm not saying like he's bad now or he's dropped off, but when he came, like when you look at Tierney when he first came in, Crossing. he was like, it's not the same team that we're seeing now. He's become a lot more conservative. Like I think um, it was in a Euro, it was a, a EFL game or a Europa game. You can maybe say it was the opposition, but Giz was like, he was like, oh, he, he looks like a winger. Yeah, that was like, he, like the way he was going forward, beating men, putting in crosses. Obviously he had a better game. To, like he had, his game yesterday was more like what, what I'm talking about. But if you look at him generally, he's become a very conservative. Sound like a Bamiyang. He's I feel like he's become quite conservative as well. We need to start a, a dialogue on a Bamiyang. Willian, Willian, like, it's more of the same from him. But even someone like Pepe, like, obviously he, he, he let the team down by getting a red, but even he, like, he's become a lot more conservative. He's not really, like, looking at the player he was. And that, with your point to... With Aubameyang, I can't start a dialogue about him because it's the whole, it's the whole team, it's the whole attack unit. Mm. If it was, and it's, and it's why I've, it's also why I haven't really been that harsh on Pepe because if the whole unit is playing well, and then Aubameyang's not playing well or he's not looking the same or something like with Pepe, I'd, I'd say that's a problem. But when it's the whole, the whole, like no one in our attack looks good. So that's, that's why I feel like it's more systematic and you, you could say Saka. Do you, know, do you know why it's problematic? Sorry to cut you off here, but I'm, I'm a guy where I like my strikers to score goals. You guys know yeah. that about me, innit? I want my strikers to score goals. If you like, guys like Lukaku are respectful because they score goals. They put it in the back of the net, innit? I understand that. But at the same time, this is 2020 and having a striker that does that, as you guys have told me, it's it's not enough anymore. Like they have to contribute to other phases of play. That's what I've been told, and it's true. So, what was our last game before this one? Um, Villa, Villa, Villa. Yeah. There's there's been games where I'm watching Obama Young play, and if he's not scoring goals, he's not doing anything at all. And it's it's. Lacazette you guys know how I feel about Lacazette but at least he's putting in a shift and he's doing stuff do you know what I'm saying he's holding up players trying to link he's he's pressing he's doing something and I'm not even trying to disrespect to Bamiyang like that but it's it's not I think it's not ideal bro I think with a Bamiyang stuff like you need to while you're right like the top and elite strikers you like look at Kane Lewandowski look at Kane yeah that's what I'm thinking those kind of players they do more but with a Bamiyang, it's the type of like striker he is, and I feel like he does do stuff like he does offer something off the ball. Like mm. we're, like we're, with him, it's like it's more. He's like he'll score, he'll get into good positions to create chances oh, bro, and finish chances. I'm and off the ball, saying. he like he he put he puts in the shift. That's one thing that he does. He does try and put in the shift. So I feel I'm like not even saying like be Kane and and be a flipper. Yeah. Like assist maker, all of that. I just want to see a bit more sometimes. It's it's a bit yeah, frustrating. No, I hear that. You see him like he's he's missing passes and he's like it's it's just annoying to see. Mm. Like this isn't when I say let's start a dialogue, I'm not even saying oh Bamiang out, nothing like that. Like yeah. I still know the kind of player he is, but it I, I can't but I then, can't ignore how frustrating it is to see. That 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 is and you are right there. But then again, this is this is where Arteta comes into question because as a as a coach especially if you're meant to be a good coach, you're meant to hide hide the flaws of your players. And and like, I can't, 
exacerbate the the strengths of your players. So like you know Aubameyang's strengths, someone like Pepe, you know you know like their their strengths play to their strengths. Like same thing like Willock. I was happy to see him in the side because he offers something different in midfield. But you're playing him as a ten, and his qualities you can't really get that as a ten. You want like you kind of want him more driving from deep or like arriving into the box a little bit late. So that, that and it goes to that again and like. I wanted to say this, like I've I've been thinking about this for a long time, and like I feel like Arteta has done a good job, but we're also giving him a pass on this creativity thing because while while it is true that we lack creative players and we could have and like he didn't register Urzel and all of that, but creativity is not is not only just a player in that zone 14 playing in through balls or a guy so, playing in passes and dribbling and beating man. It's not like creative. You, you, you can see that with a side like Leeds, like no disrespect to their players. They've got some good players in, um, is, is it Klitsch? Is that how to pronounce his name? Yeah. Steve. Yeah. They've got Klitsch. They've got, they've got a few ballers there, but still you can't, you can't tell me that they're like, but no, but even, but, 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 but even with those players, they are kind of players who can make stuff happen. They're just probably not as consistent. But mm. like, I can't remember who, I can't remember where or where I read it or heard it. But they were saying how like st- stuff like movement, like creativity yeah, what, is bro, movement it, as well. But that, but that's leads. Like you can see mm. that in leads, like their movement, the way they pop off the ball, the way they, bro. Steve was saying it yesterday, overloads on. Um, on either channel, like mm. that's that is creativity. Also, it's not like okay, Urs will pick out a pass, Yamas yeah. will pick out a through ball. Like you're, even, you're entirely right. Even um, like Liverpool. Like when I was watching Liverpool's goal, it kind of that's what made me remember it. Liverpool, I think Yota's goal that he scored. Yeah. That is that is a that's a perfect example of yeah. that's that that was a creative goal. Literally, they pass it out. Robertson put a ball into the box. You saw um, Yota come in and hit it. That that's that's creative movement. Someone like yeah. Aubameyang. And that's why I said to like someone like Aubameyang, I can see like he's got that kind of creative movement in the box. Yeah. Like someone like Tini can play a ball, like maybe not as consistent as um, Robertson, but he can play. He can play ball. that ball. He, he can, can play, play that ball. And even so, like as much as someone like um, Bellerin, as much as I don't really like him, I don't really rate him. His strengths are kind of more like when he when he picks up the ball and he kind of just runs with it. It's obviously it can be detrimental because if he gets tackled, then you have no right back. But mm. something like that—that's that's a strength of his. And if you're going to play him, like play like you need to you need to play up to those kind of things, like because while while it's true we don't we don't have the most creative players in our side, there's still other ways to to get that creativity out the side. So there's like I'm I'm actually sold that there's absolutely there's no reason why we there's no reason why we are this bad. Yeah. Offensively, we actually uh, shouldn't Steve, be, and Steve, I put it on the manager. I want to take it to you. Obviously, if has had his his reservations of the manager since the beginning, you were um, an Arteta stan. You 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 labelled him King King Mikel. I've, I've heard <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, <laughs> said, that's you. <laughs> said he's the, the second coming of Pep. That's uh, you know I heard a few things after we won that FA Cup. So <laughs> what I'm trying to what I'm trying to ask you is yeah. What's going on with Arteta, man? Is are, are we are we um, overreacting? Is it now becoming an actual problem? You said at the start, you know, like more question marks on the manager. What's your personal beliefs and opinions on Arteta's reign currently? Um, I mean, he's facing a lot of criticism and a lot of question marks at the moment, and all of it's fair because he obviously made the decision of. Um, 
isolating Ozil. I, f- I feel as though if, when you're in a position like us that needs to finish in a Champions League places, you need to maximise everything you've got. Like you need to maximise your resources. You have Ozil for one more year. You've decided not to use him. Fair enough. You've handicapped yourself. But if you're doing that, that means you have to have a, a method or a way or a solution to to create chances. And unfortunately, we've not seen that. He's made us solid since he's come in. And I'm really happy with that. I think he's just gone too far that way. And like if uh, you've said, well, it's there for everyone to see in terms of chance creating. I think we're one of the worst teams in the league. And it's just, it's ridiculous when you look at the players we've got. We've not got amazing players, not got any of the best players in the, well, we've got the best, one of the best strikes in the league, but it's not like we have poor players and we can do a lot better going forward. So that's something he needs to work on. Um, I'm just hoping that, obviously he said, like I said, he said after the Villa game, yeah, I need to change things. He reverted to this 4-2-3-1. Um, you know, with personnel, I don't think, with the personnel that we had on the pitch, I don't think it was the right system. We were run ragged in midfield. We we lost that battle and we didn't have the legs to compete. But maybe if like a, a, a El Nenny and Partey were at the base, maybe we would have done a bit better um, in terms of recovering the ball, keeping the ball as well. Um, I just, I just think he, this is the thing, like he's, he sucked me in, in terms of how he speaks because he communicates also very well, well very well. And even after games, he see, he has the ability to identify where he's gone wrong. So it makes you think, yeah, he knows what he needs to do. Mm. And to be fair to him, whenever we've had some sort of setback, he's reacted by doing something. Um, yesterday the performance wasn't great but then again we sort of 4-2-3-1 so maybe in the next game hopefully you persist with that and we have question, my, my question to you now is we've seen it historically where certain managers are very stubborn they're very they play one way yeah, you look yeah. at Pep for example came to the league people said to him you can't play football this, this kind of way you will not win anything yeah. football service we played like this a certain Gary Neville once said, Pep proved him wrong, stuck to his gun, stuck to his principles. Obviously, you know, he's had success. The question is, what is Arteta's principles? What is his favoured style of play? Because you can say, yeah, we hope he persists with a 4-2-3-1. But I, I going don't off of the data we have, that's not his go-to. So it's kind of like, is he just flipping and changing? It was his go-to for a while, though. Do you think? Over, he, overall, in his time at Arsenal, I think he's played the three at the back more. Because yeah. that was before I, lockdown. He played four at the back before lockdown. When he first came in. When he first came in. When he first came in. When he first came in till lockdown. So that's prob- that was probably what? December till March. Wasn't yeah. It? So, so you think that's his go-to? You think that's that, what he wants to do? It's, it's We've seen two sides to him. Like for, I think yeah. from around December till March, it was... More like a four, two, three, one. Yeah, it was four. Yeah, I, I like then, that. Like, do you remember when we were just? I think the first three or four matches we were pressing teams yeah, continuously yeah, for like yeah. sixty minutes, and then we'll go flat because obviously we just didn't have the energy levels. Yeah, I want to believe that is his ideal way of doing things, but he felt as though at the time because he said he came out and said like, "Listen, like, I need to win games. Obviously, this is not my preferred way of playing." When he reverted to the the yeah, back yeah. five, it's not my preferred way of playing, but I've got to get results. But it's, this this system now has shifted so far away from what it was when he first came in. I'm sort of confused. So I want to believe that's how he wants to play, which is what I love, that aggressive front foot stuff. 
But then again, he shifted so far away from it. I don't know what to believe. And when you said principles, what is his principles? I don't know. I don't, we've seen so much. I don't know anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, same, same. That's why I asked yeah. because I, I really did think he was a pep disciple, so to speak, um, a disciple of Cruyff. But he's shown us something completely different. And where, you know, it has worked in terms of our defensive stability, but like you said, he has gone too far left, too far right, whatever way you want to say it. And it's it's killing us creatively going forwards. And that's that's not something that we're accustomed to seeing with an Arsenal football club um, side. We're going to take a short little break, but we'll be back. Um, stay tuned. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Anna still scoring <laughs> goals in the big league? Trying to get, I, wish, I wish I put money on um, when he first moved to Derby. Odds on him getting a Derby job. To be fair, that would have been that would not have given you a, a big return. Do you not think so? Nah. I, I, I just saw, I saw that move a mile off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people did, didn't it? Probably get that two two pound back. All right, lads. But yeah, no, but just um, just to quickly before we move on with Arsenal. <laughs> no, Jacobs. What are you gonna say? No, I was I was just looking at um some of the season stats and I'm looking at shots. We're 15th in the league for shots taken. And that you can't tell me that Southampton, Wolves, West Ham, Brighton, Fulham, obviously, you know the players, but Aston Villa and Leeds, you can't tell me that those teams... I think Wolves, you can. What, taking more shots than us? Yeah, Wolves should be taking more shots than us, man. Wolves aren't attacking side like that. I'm not surprised to hear that Wolves are below. But But from what I saw last season, man... I'm not saying that Wolves aren't a good side, but they're not... Really known to play attack it, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. That's a good point. I wanted to touch on one more thing before we moved on to um to the next topic. Nicolas Pepe. Oh he um he didn't cover himself in glory yesterday. He got himself (laughs) sent off. It was a needless it it wasn't a headbutt really, but you you can't do that. In in a modern game, you can't do that. As soon as you do that, red card instantly. So it's not even the red card that I want to touch on because it could happen to anyone. Anyone could lose their head in a, in a game. Arteta came out after the match and he said, you know, Nico let us down. You know, like he he lacked the personality shown by the boys when Nico let us down. Um, a lot has been said on social media. People are saying we should sell him in January if a bid comes in. Are you serious? I'm not even joking. People are saying we should sell him in January. I saw polls of all sorts. Now, I, I want to just put my two pence in quickly. Yeah? I'm not Nic- Nicolas Pepe's biggest fan. You guys know that, I know. I want him to do well. I, I don't think he's... I want him to kick on. I don't know if I'm confident in saying that he will kick on. Um, 72 mil, obviously the price tag has come into play. It's come into question. Art- Pepe's not the reason that we didn't get any points yesterday. And I think that's what Arsenal fans need to understand. Like... We're putting too much blame on Pepe for, you know, Arteta's mistakes. We didn't win that game because of Arteta. It's not Pepe's fault that we didn't win that game. You can even argue that when we went down... We still chances. When we went down to 10 men, you can even argue that we played better than when we had all the guys on the pitch. So, actually, wait, that doesn't support my argument. But what I'm trying to say is, it's not Pepe's fault that we didn't get points. It's Arteta's fault for other reasons. What... Do you guys think of this whole Pepe situation? Obviously, he's been there for a while now. 
it's not worked out how we thought it was going to. Um, do, do you think it was harsh? Do you think he deserved what he got yesterday? I think, um, obviously, I'm probably known as like the biggest Pepe fan here. And like, there's there's no excuse in what he did yesterday. Like he, he like, it was, it was a moment of madness, but like he still... It wasn't even madness like, though. It, it wasn't, wasn't madness. It, it, was it wasn't it was even just, a mad thing like that. Yeah, really. yeah, it was just like it was just it was just silly. Like he shouldn't he shouldn't have done it. And like I feel like he cost himself more than he cost the team because yeah. this was like a nice opportunity. Like obviously the manager kind of finally played like a more kind of attacking formation. He actually started him alongside Willie, and it was his kind of the thing is it's, it was if you look at it in hindsight. It's kind of hard because Leeds aren't that great. I mean, sorry, Leeds are a good side, so like it was always going to be tough for us. But this was a kind. This was an opportunity to. This was an opportunity for him to, like, like cement and say, look, okay, look, this is why you should be playing me. And he like he like he was okay before the red card, but he obviously got himself sent off now, and it's more the issue of the red card because now he's going to miss three games, and a lot can happen in three games. Like he can. Seriously, it could go either way. The team could kick on and like, he'd find it hard to get back in the team or the team could be even worse and he'd get, get straight back into the team. But it's it, like he didn't help himself. But I do think everything is overblown. Like, obviously, I've seen people say, I don't want to see him play for the club again. We should sell him, all this stuff. And I feel like it's just an overreaction. And like you can't, like when something like that happens, as a fan, you kind of, especially in the moment, you feel as if he's the reason. You, like you, you look for someone to blame. And mm, that's what I think this is. I and think like lastly, I, I just want to say like, if if someone like Xhaka has been accepted, like has been accepted back in team after what he after what he did and anything like that, I don't I don't see why you can't why you'd want to like get rid of Pepe and all this stuff. And if you look at it, like obviously I'm a I'm a Pepe fan, so it might be biased. But as soon as he's finished his suspension, he's coming back into the team for me because when you look at our options, who's better? I think he's better than Willian. And I, I, I forgot to say earlier, I don't want to see Willian start for us, man. It's, it actually it pisses me off seeing Willian play. I'm, I've got to be real. And when we bought him, I was one of the guys that defended the transfer because I thought he's a player of quality. Bring him in because I didn't think it was going to be the only business. I thought he was going to be a bit on top. So I thought, okay, you know, if we could get him in, let's get him in. It's not going to hurt. But off of his performances, he does not deserve to play and he should not be playing. And that's one thing that I kind of don't like about Arteta. Like, if Pepe was putting in the performances Willian was, we would not see Pepe start. So I don't know whether it's a... I don't know what it is, really, but Willian should not be starting games for us. We've seen guys come in, they've done worse than what Willian's doing, and, you know, they're gone. So, you know, whatever. But Steve, I, just wonder, maybe, I just wonder maybe if it's just a thing where he just he's going for, like, the safer option, like... He's a senior pro. Like he obviously is taking exactly. a liking to David Louise. He likes Jacques. When you're performing like William, though. Sorry? When you're performing like what William's doing, it come on. Like. Yeah, but then again, like it's not like he's got any other options. Like Reese Nelson, he doesn't give him any minutes really. He came on yesterday. I don't think he was great, but he was terrible, man. His yeah. Um who else is there? There's Pepe, obviously he doesn't. I think Pepe is the obvious option, isn't it? Yeah, Pepe should that's be starting. It. That's it. So I get why he's playing him. So, yeah. He's we should never have signed him. We should never have signed him, but yeah. he's what he what, Pepe? No, William. Oh, William. Oh, oh yeah. that, that's another conversation. Boy, 
We, I, 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 I think, think, we, I think, look, I think we overpaid. We, but, yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the problem. We, we definitely overpaid, but I feel like talent-wise, like it's you can not not that you can understand pain that much, but you can understand the signing, like because yeah. like talent-wise, he's, he's definitely got. It talent. was a gamble. It was a massive gamble, and it's just it's, it's not looking like it's paid off. It's not even the talent for me. If like if you can mm. see a wide forward that's was that productive in a season you you mm. take a chance on them because yeah but plus, then there's, there's, plus there's especially proven. when plus especially when you kind of see what he's good at like obviously I, I I joke about this a lot in chats and say you can't teach that and anything like that but like mm. what what Pepe some, yeah. like what 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 Pepe's good at you you can't really I, I don't think like it's not that you can't teach it, but I feel like it's hard. It's hard to teach. It's hard to it's coach. It's how you have it or you don't. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So I can understand it. So, and again, like I've, I've said this, I've said this multiple times. Like, I also this is just going back to the manager because Pepe is not doing the the best to help himself as well. But he, I don't feel like I can. I can. I've said it, and I feel, and anyone who disagrees with me, think just just look at. Obviously, compilations are like hard to go by. They're they're not. They don't tell the whole story, but look at compilations and stuff and when you look at the good things that Pepe does they're all very similar and but you know all, what you know what and they're all very we, like you've said this before and, and I know what you're going to say like but at the same time yeah you that's, can, that's you could you could put it on that uh, all you want but at the same time the player has to play yeah that's 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 why I said it's not all 100% Arteta but also like when he put like like yeah, it's it's also him as well because he has to like play, he, he has to he has to perform and stuff like that as well. But when you look at the stuff that he does well, and 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 then when we're playing, it's not it's not the same. So like it's okay. it's hard for me to say ah oh, he ah oh, he he needs to do better when I'm seeing a player who likes to get the ball in the final third. He's not you no know, he's not amazing one v one, but he's good. But he's not getting them positions, and it's 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 sim- like I can we can literally say this this same use this same scenario of so many other players like Willock, all of these guys. The only person that it doesn't really affect in our team is Saka, and that's because with Saka he's he's, he's, our, um, he's that, our best player. Like, with Saka, the reason why he's our best player is because he's he's intelligent and he's a very direct player. So when you're direct like that, you don't really need like like I feel like Martinelli. If he, I mean, if he used to come in, I think we would see kind of similar performances, that, like than the way Saka is as well. Mm. Right, let's um let's round up with Arsenal. So a player I was just about to mention when we said um seventy two mil was we probably should have gone for a player that you know had a release clause. I've said it before on his pod, um a bit more proven. We've seen what he's done in the Champions League. Uh, Hakim Ziyech. Hakim Ziyech and he he had an absolute amazing game really I think Chelsea Chelsea are really starting to to, to get into form um, their goalkeeper uh, Mendy he seems to be you know he's he's doing the job they've kept quite a few clean sheets under him um, they went away to Newcastle it was never an easy game they came out 2-0 up, uh, sorry 2-0 they came out with a 2-0 win is what I'm trying to say could have been three or four, I think, um, if Werner had his shooting boots on. But yeah, um, Steve, I know you watched that. So what do you think? Lampard and, and Chelsea? I, I, I didn't, man. I didn't watch Oh, you that. didn't? Nah, I saw, I saw the highlight. That is mad awkward. That is mad awkward. If did you watch that? Yeah, I was, I was in and out of sleep, but I watched it more oh, or less. Oh, wow. So I guess I'll just kind of give my thoughts then. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't really think there's anything... 
more to say. It was just a very well drilled Chelsea performance. Kante looks to be back to his best, playing in that kind of like deeper role. He just does what he does. Mason Mount, for all the stick that he gets, I think he's a good player, man. I've got no, he's a good player. I think he's a good yeah, player like for him. the for the Grealish stuff. I, I really like the kid. Um, but I think the star of the show was or the stars of the show was their front line. Tammy Abraham, Ziek, and Timo Werner. And um, <clears throat> we had a lot to say, me and Steve. I don't think Ife was a part of it. Me and Steve had a lot to say about Tammy Abraham when he first um, became a Chelsea starter over Michi Bashuayi. But the kid, is, he's, he's proven his worth. Honestly, he's proven his worth. He had a chance early on. He had a header. I think the um, keeper made a magnificent save. And then he got his goal in the end after Timo Werner. Timo Werner, he absolutely ran Newcastle's defence ragged. Like, they were horrible. They were absolutely horrible. There was a chance he had, should have scored himself. He should have scored a couple, to be fair. He should have scored himself. He squared it. That was off a Newcastle mistake. The second goal, um, Abraham's goal, came from Werner just running straight through the defence. And he had another shot that he should have scored. He didn't. But uh, no, nah, Tammy Abraham impressed me, man. He's scoring goals. Like, say what you want, but scoring goals, his build-up plays good. Um, sorry, hold-up plays good. What what more can you really ask for? But Chelsea really do look like they're um, they're starting to come into come into it. Yeah, Hakim Ziyech, like I said at the start, he, he just every game just shows his quality. And um, yeah, it looks like they, you know, if they carry on in this form, top four is not going to be that much of a myth for them. Impressive. Yeah, they they they're looking good, and it's it's finally like I feel like Lampard's finally he's able he's finally been able to get a bit of stability mm. with like players and everything like that. And yeah, now you're like he's he's got a good squad. He's got a very good squad. Like you could argue maybe he's got the best squad in the league. So like no, now you you're beginning Why to see. Why do you say these things? What you can't say he's got the best squad in the league. I think you. I think you can argue he's got he's got the best squad in the league. Best squad in the league. No. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing. I feel like I feel like the best squad in the league. I feel like in, in terms of depth and quality, I think you could definitely argue it. No. You don't think. No. So obviously, okay. So they got you. So you got um, <laughs> you got Mendy. You got Mendy in goal. Uh, bro, I'm not going to go through their team. You do this every time. You just start no. reeling off players. They don't have the best squad in the league. What the hell are you talking about? Okay, saying? what? So, what? So, you'd say like, what City or Chelsea mm. or Liverpool squad is better? Mm-hmm. In terms, like, in, um, like in, in terms of depth and quality, bro. Liverpool, they lost Van Dijk. They lost um, Gomez. They lost um, Trent. They lost Salah. They lost. Pretty sure there's someone else I'm missing. And did you see the performance versus Liverpool? Um, yeah, Lester, they, they, they played great. Bro, in terms of quality, come on. Yeah, you can like you can say if you're basing it off quality, but I'm I'm talking depth and quality. Like, look you, at their options. Like they I said depth and quality. But if, if, depth, if, if they've got a deep squad, they've got a like deep if, squad. if if you look at their midfield options, their fr- their forward options, like their their centre back, even. Their centre backs aren't it's, that great. It's, like it's, probably, it's probably top three, top three, top four. Because you could argue Spurs have got a good. They've got. Good I don't depth think. Now. I don't think squads. I don't think Spurs' squad is better than depth wise. They've they've got Especially, depth now. But still not to the same 
I, no, I get what you're saying, but they're not the best though. That's that's all I'm saying. They're not the best. They don't have the best squad in the league. That's I didn't say they're 100 the best. I think I said you can definitely argue it. No, you can't. You definitely can. No, you can't. You definitely can. Guys like that, argue it then. Tell me, tell me that they're the best. Should we, like should I said, we, should we move on to Spurs and City? Okay. Um, why Spurs and City? You mentioned Liverpool, but yeah, Spurs and City. I think that came straight after, didn't it? Yeah, Villa Brighton. That that surprised me, by the way. A bit of Brighton. Yeah, th- this league, yeah. Because even like earlier, Burnley beat um Palace. I would not have expected them to beat them. This league this year is just it's crazy. But um, yeah, Spurs versus City. So Jose is back. Steve, you're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? I'm seeing I'm seeing they're gonna win the title. Uh it's it's nine games, people. Uh, yeah, but you can see what they're doing, man. Like, I can't. I, why, I why, why weren't you? Why weren't you? Why weren't you um, acknowledge that Joe says he might be doing something here? I don't. I don't doubt that. He's he's got loads of experience. He's done it before. He's got a great squad. Like, and he's got world class, world class players. Yeah, so, world class players. That's that's the first. Yeah, so like, but it's nine games. Like, I'm seeing guys say, "Oh, City, other, you know." I know they look wobbly at the moment. Let's relax, okay? Let's see after Christmas, February. Let's see where everything's at, okay? Kane could easily do you're, you're still not sold. No, I am sold, but I'm just not losing it. I've seen, oh, they beat the United, they beat the Manchester clubs, like maybe they could win a league. This is Tottenham we're talking about. Mm. Let's take it easy. Let's take it easy. So, so you're, you're saying the history of the Tottenham will prevail? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But you said this is Tottenham. What did you mean by that? Yeah, it's not like they've done it before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's the history of the Tottenham. I don't want to do that because I don't believe in that. That's, I think that's disrespectful. You I don't know just why. said you just said it's Tottenham. What does that? No, mean? as in it's it's like they've not done this before. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like if it was a Chelsea or if it was a, a United, I'd understand it. But it's Leicester Tot- a couple seasons ago they hadn't done it before and they went on and won the league. Who? Leicester, Leicester City. Yeah, but that was a, you know an outlier in it. I'm just saying we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we don't. We don't. I'm just. Liverpool, man. Liverpool, the team to stop. Okay. Let's respect City still. Let's let's take it easy. Everyone chill. It's been nine games. Let's I feel relax. like it's. I feel like we've we've come into a culture where like we're obsessed with narratives and storylines. So literally, like Man City lose, then we start saying, "Is Pep still that guy? Is City this? City that?" And no, but with this, I think it's more than the game. So if we look at the season, yeah. I'm obviously a person that said Jose Mourinho's finished. I said, I think he needed a sabbatical. Um, I was listening to, oh, oh, bro, what was I listening to? I think it might have been 360 TV, Stoppage Time, Stoppage Time TV, one, one, of the, one of these things, yeah. And someone said something that Jose, he went away after his experience with Man United and he learned. And he actually like, he changed because of it. Do you guys, what do you guys think on that statement? Because I think if we're looking at his management style, not not even like the football that he plays and all that kind of stuff, but like he just seems to be a bit more. He seems to. He, it seems as though he's evolving. Carl and Cole said it as well on um, Stoppage Time TV. Yeah, you know he's he's coming into the whole social media thing. Like he he just seems he just seems. I don't know. I don't know. A what little the word bit. Is. A little like, bit. He's he's evolving with the times. Do you not think? Like, or am I reading too much into it? I think there's some truth to it. 
I think, but, I think the squad's a big, uh, a good fit for him. I, I think, I think they're starting to play for him now. They're starting to get on board. Where Man United, you, you could say some of their players, they didn't really believe in it. These Tottenham boys, it, it looks like from the outside looking in, there's a real synergy going on there. Like he loves Kane, he loves Son. He looks to have got the, uh, Endombele playing Lacelso. That that um, what do you call it? That substitute, I think, that's what separates the Joses from the Artetas, and I say that in the most respectful way. In fact, I, c- I can say that disrespectfully. Mourinho's levels above Arteta, but in terms of like just feeling the course of a game, knowing what change to make, he made the Lacelso change. How how soon was it before he scored? It's like a couple Almost of months Literally, like. That's just good um, in-game management, knowing and feeling a game, knowing what to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I think Spurs might do something this season. I'm not gonna say title. All I, what I'm gonna say to this year, I think it was what Pep's first season mm. with City. They won their first ten games or something like that, mm-hmm. straight. And they didn't they end up finishing like fourth or something like that that year. Okay, when I say something, yeah, maybe maybe a trophy or something. Because I think he knows, watching all or nothing, I think Jose knows how important it is for Spurs to start winning stuff. Yeah. So like, I just feel well, like there's, well. there's kind of a shift in, in that kind of... Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think they probably will. No, I don't I think they could. I yeah, think they've could. got the squad too. Yeah, I think they could. But Kane will get injured at some point. What? Obviously, I don't want him to, but it happens every year. Let's see. Well, I think they've got they've got cover in who who they sign? They sign that player. Yeah, they've, yeah, they have got they've got cover in that no, Carlos Vinicius guy or something. Yeah, him and he looks alright to be fair. But like I I do kind of agree with Steve because honestly, like we can talk about it when we go in with Liverpool, because um Klopp said a lot of things on on fit on um the game after the game about the TV deals and everything like that. And and it's actually true, like play, like this season of all things like it's players have been running to the ground. Look how many injuries we've seen. And yeah, there, there are years where some, like sometimes there's just a lot more injuries, but you can actually say like the reason this, why it's happening season. is because of the schedule. The schedule is actually insane. Like mm. I think they said, I think Oli said, Oli said it a couple of weeks ago. He said that he feels like they'll sell to fail. And then um, obviously he said it now. I think who was it? It was either Man United or Liverpool, but the commentator said they, they, go, they go on a run where they're playing like three games a week or something mm. for the next five weeks. Do you know what like, the worst, do you know what the worst part of that is? The fact that our, our FA are not making the five subs thing a thing. I think that's absolutely insane. It is. And the arguments it's, against it are actually ooh. the arguments against it are kind of silly and they don't really make sense because no even because like even um the city like the city t- City Tottenham game. Mm. Pep didn't make this first sub until late into the game, and he didn't even make that many changes. So it's not like a thing where um, the bigger clubs with, with bigger squads are just going to start bringing on. Are going to half time. We're going to bring. Not because like there's there's can you still need that chemistry and, and that flow of the game. So protect it's the not players. Protect yeah. the players. Honestly. Um, so last point, Steve. You're still convinced City. You know they're still. This is just. This isn't anything. Because yeah, it's it's starting to look like they're struggling to score goals. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's an issue. It's uh, it's becoming a thing now. Yeah, um, 
I felt as though in the game at the weekend, I think in the first half, their build-up was really good. Like, I thought they played well in the first half. Just when they're getting into the final third, maybe not making the right decision. Like, How many times did we see City get the ball in the wide area and just do like a cutback first time uh, this mm. this this year? I mean, Ferran Torres, I don't know what he's about. I've not seen enough of him, but... You know, yeah, yeah. He, he, he seemed to be somebody that takes a lot of touches, maybe maybe not so sure of what to do. Like, I, I don't know. Bernardo Silva. Hey, what's happened to Bernardo Silva, by the way? Like, that drop-off is insane because I don't get it because he was a baller. Like, not that he isn't anymore, but bro, he's he's a show of what he used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously Jesus. Yeah, as well. I, I, I don't know. And Mares had a poor game, really poor. I was really disappointed with him. He should have got dragged even sooner. Do you know the thing about Mares? yeah? Obviously... I don't know how you lot would rate his time at City, but I've always been kind of a bit but indifferent about his about how he'd fit with his City team because like he's a player that loves the ball to his feet. Mm. Like he like so to take it in a kind of like a basketball approach, but he he's like an ISO baller. Like he likes oh, to here we go. Like he he, he like he likes to get the, he, he likes to get a player in like in like isolation, me, beat them, cut in, yeah. play a pass, like take a shot. And like that's not really City's game like that. Like, sit, like, and I feel like while he's quality and he's got quality and he does play well at times, I feel like he makes them more a bit more static. That's why I, even when they bought him out, I I kept saying that I'd still prefer to play Sane and Sterling instead of him. Mm. And obviously Sterling's gone. Now. I mean Sane's gone now, so he's more likely to play. But respectfully, just, respectfully, I think he's a good impact sub. Like, and, and I say that respectfully. Fair enough. In in the city side, um, to be fair, they're not they're not the the attacking force they once were. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel bad. But yeah, flipping. Um, Man United, the other Manchester side that was mentioned earlier. Oh. I I didn't even watch the game, man. I don't know. I only bro, watched there. three games this weekend. Yeah. Who did they play again? West Brom. Oh, they were. Ugh. Bro, they're ass, bro. They're ass. They're ass. It was, not, bro. it was not a good performance. And let's start speaking about Martial because what's going on? He's been playing as a nine. And, like, that's another thing I wanted to bring up, actually. I, I asked it in the chat, yeah. Do you think our generation is a bit too obsessed with numbers and stats? Because yeah. if he was a striker in maybe the 2000 era, no one's going to be scrutinising him as a nine this much. They would, because he, would, he wouldn't compare. Because I'm, I'm sorry, like, I've, I've always said this, I don't, I don't really see, obviously he's done well at the back, of, back end of last season and he looked like mm. he can, but I've never really seen him as a nine. Like, he's just too, like, and it actually annoys, especially when he plays as a nine, it kind of annoys me. He's, he's just way too static to be a Like, the perfect kind of example to see here, it's when Cavani came on, mm, you kind of saw like you kind of saw a difference. Like obviously, you can a lot of people say like Cavani's got one of the best movements that like, people have seen in like a long while, but you just saw like the difference. Like you saw the kind of runs he was making, the movement, even like even though it wasn't always getting to him, but he was making them. Martial doesn't do that, and that's why like I I don't really like him as a nine as much. So like I don't even think so. And and back to your overall question. I don't think that it's that we're obsessed with numbers, but I feel like the thing is back then people did bring um, 
Not as much numbers. because do you, do you know what you made me think it? Carl and Cole, yeah, I watched the whole interview and he said like if he if he was playing in today's game, he'll be finished. He literally said it like I'd, I'd be finished in today's game because his role was to do the dirty stuff so that his strike partner could get the goals. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he he was the guy that you know they'll put him on they put him on like the biggest defender. He'll make it hard for them play his guy in score the goals. But see, I don't think he'd be finished because like in that situation, a lot of people would kind of see it because. If it was if you're playing like a four four two and no, he's no and chance. He, like you understand you understand but if he's playing no as a lone chance. striker, no, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. In, like, in terms in terms of this generation, yeah, he'll do one one thing wrong. Next thing you know, someone's putting bro, up the tackle was getting killed. Like, Literally. yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't think no, nah, it wouldn't run, bro. Like, It'd be finished, bro. And Lukaku's record's good. That's the thing. He was getting finished. But but Lukaku is getting finished more when he wasn't putting up the numbers, and because Lukaku with him, if he's not putting up the lum- numbers, it's not a nice it's not a nice watch. But I I I, I think there will be people who will criticise, but people do understand roles and context and context as well. So if he was playing like in this cotton cold situation, if he was playing like a four four two, playing with another striker, and that striker was getting the goals and he was kind of feeding them, I think people would a bit be a bit more like okay. And Just even at, yeah, and even then, like he would probably still get chances. So he'd sc- still score like a deep, like not a, a lot, but he'd score score a decent amount. And but at the same time, I do feel like in today's generation, players are a lot more productive. And I feel like he, if he said that too. He said the average player today is a lot better technically than in his time. Mm. Yeah, and like. Players are a lot more productive in today's game. So, especially with me, I feel like if you're a final third player, there are some few exceptions. But even with those exceptions, you still got to be be at least produced to a competent level. But if you're a final third player and you're not really producing, it's it's a problem because like, yeah, I agree. why aren't you producing? Do you know what I mean? All right, last game to touch on. We we've kind of touched on it throughout the episode: Liverpool versus Leicester City. Um. I think this this one just goes to show how good Liverpool are because I thought Leicester could give them some issues, especially as they had players out. But Liverpool, like Steve, I know that's one of the games you did watch. And what more can we say about this side, man? Yeah, just so well coached. Man. Just, I'm just so jealous of them. Like, they lose their two main centre-backs and, you know, you just get Fabinho and Matty that like, just slip in They're there. They're both up for the season, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. And they just they look fine. Uh, Robertson, which he's just playing like a man possessed, like just so intense, whipping balls into the box. Recovery was amazing. Like it's just so good. Um, Milner was great. Like he played Milner right. Was Milner was great. Milner was great. Slapping balls into chat. Like there was a point. Up. There was a point in the game. I can't remember what minute it was, but like. Leicester made it a lot harder for them to be as direct as they normally are. So they were literally, normally when it's Trent and, and Robert on the pitch, they just hit Diaz to each other. And they do that to um to dishevel the opposition, mm-hmm. like their defensive structure, innit? They didn't do that this time. They literally just methodically passed it through the midfield to each flank, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Next thing you know, triangle, triangle, made an opportunity, movement, bam, like shot and goal. It's it's just so 
good coaching. It's good coaching, man. It's like he said, Steve, it's good coaching. Like, it's, yeah. It's... That Jones as well came into midfield. Look, look tidy as well. I like him. Naby Kate, I don't think, uh, I don't, you know, I'm not, not so one for agendas and stuff, but like, this guy costs a lot of money and he's always injured. And I don't think he does enough when he plays. Like, mm. But obviously, no one will talk about it because they're winning trophies. So, But yeah, man, Jota coming, great signing. Like, once again, I've got nothing else to say with them, man. They're, they're sick. Yeah, they are. They are. I think they're easily the best coach team in the league as well. Um, I think it was a proper champions performance. Yeah. Proper. Yeah, like, they came in, like, obviously, people were saying, yeah, they've, they're like everything, they're missing guys. Leicester are one of the hottest teams at the moment. They're looking like they could do something. And then they just came and like, they just like, yeah, this is like, remember who we are, we're the champions. Yeah, like, literally. Like, Leicester never had a sniff. Like, it, it was like, like I didn't, I did not expect a 3 0. And it, and it wasn't even like it was like a weird 3 0. It was 3 0. We've, we've beaten you comfortably in every area of the pitch. We've beaten you. Yeah. I think it's, it's looking. It is looking like they're going to go back to back, I'll be honest, because City, like we said earlier, they don't look to be themselves. Spurs, history of the Tottenham. Chelsea, maybe, could make a push, who knows. But um, off that performance, they just, like you said, like winners win, isn't it? Winners win. So, yeah, I think that's that's brought us nicely to the end of the pod. I hope you guys have enjoyed that. Um, we're going to go on to our Champion Chop section now. So... Uh, he's kicking us off. I've got a champ actually. To be fair, my champ of the week is Cesc Fabregas because um, PSG. What? What? <laughs> what? I think I just I woke up on um, Saturday and I've just seen oh Cesc Fabregas, Cesc Fabregas, and I just saw the comp and I was like oh okay. Like, what? You're not impressed it, by that? Yeah, it was nice, but like, why is everyone losing it? Like, it's all like it's all right. Like, why are you such a hater? Bro, this is Cesc Fabregas we're talking about. Like, yeah, but it's like, when was the last time we saw Cesc Fabregas be Cesc Fabregas? He's turned into like a Twitter warrior. True, yeah. Bro, yeah I, feel, I, I forgot even balls. You know, football Twitter, they just lose it all the time. So I'll take him right now at Arsenal. You wouldn't, because he can't run. You would not take I'll say, him. I, I don't care, bro. I'll take him right now at Arsenal. Bro, you think we're getting bots off the park against Leeds if Fabregas is on the pitch? Bro, he's getting pressed off the pitch. He's coming off. Cesc right. Fabregas can't run anymore. But he can dictate games. You don't need to run to dictate games, bro. We know that. <laughs> we know that, man. Look at the great Barcelona sides. They weren't running. But anyway, um, that's my champ of the week. My champ of the week is going to be... Um, who's my champ of the week? Um, damn, bro. Who's done the sign champy this week? I said champy, you know. Bro, I don't really know. The the ref versus against um the ref United. Are, yeah, he he was pants, but Arsenal he, was, we should have. He, he was fighting for his job. He was fighting for his job. <laughs> nah, he he's he's whack. He's actually. But he's not a man. Okay, no, that's bad. He bottled it. He bottled it. He actually bottled it. He bottled it. He like he 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 thought. Listen, I I need I need this job. So let me just <laughs> listen. What we're not gonna do is flipping. Laugh at a man's job, like. Well, laugh at a man fight for his job. But yeah, man. Uh, my champ 
goes to it goes to Liverpool as a club man like they've been decimated by injuries and like I'm not even trying to be harsh but I feel like the injury gods have kind of balanced things out a bit because they've been very fortunate with injuries but theirs is a matting and they literally just resume business as usual so like that's massive credit to them and my trump of the week it goes to Arteta man because yeah I'm not necessarily saying I've expected us to bop these off the park and win but I don't like the way he it was a poor performance I don't like the way he just scapegoated Pepe I don't feel like he, he would have done that I think if someone else if, if you're being honest like if he was being honest I think he would have taken it back because that wasn't great Mm. And like mad, like I think he was fuming. And, and just to flip it a little bit, so when we played City and Louise came on, got got sent off and conceded a goal and a pen. I don't like you can gen like you can genuinely say he, Louise cost us the game in that situation, but he yeah, was but he, didn't, he didn't like it obviously it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't something like that. But you can still say he cost us the game in that situation, but you didn't see him saying. Because uh, at the end of the day He came on as a sub song Got injured He got sent off After conceding the pen And a goal And you could That's literally one of the say, worst cameos I've ever seen 100% And like He could he Like he could legit say Look Oh yeah He cost us the game Like he's a veteran player He should He should know better than that To come on and do that But he didn't He defended them So like Obviously you say It's unacceptable But the way he sold them out there It wasn't It wasn't nice to see So yeah, I agree with that um, my champ of the week is um, Jürgen Klopp He's fighting a good fight I've been saying it for a while I don't think these players Are treated properly I know that they, They're paid a lot of money But They play So many games man These guys run so much mm. Every three days They need to be protected man If we want to see The best product on the pitch The Premier League we need to protect these players because they're going to burn out. We're going to see some of our best players out for ages with injuries. So he needs we're to really keep it. So yeah, we've already seen it exactly. So um, he needs to keep banging that drum. Hopefully, something can change. Uh, my trouble of the week was Morris because I was just so disappointed with his performance. Um, I, can't, I couldn't think of anyone else really. Yeah. All right. I expect that from him, so yeah. That hashtag no hashtag the weefy cannon and yeah man interact with us please. Yes. Yeah, well.